hello, how's it going? How's it? welcome back to help to Welcome back to the to the to the Rhyme Time podcast. Uh, I'm Owen Collins. I'm the host. I'm always the host, and there's no other host of it but me. It's me. It's just me. Um, what's going on? Uh, I'm I'm uh, fuming, uh, which is uh, it's it's not the best way to start a podcast. Is everything with a, with a sense of contempt? I um I do like commercial voiceover stuff. Um, and I was doing one today for an undisclosed company. I'm not going to name them. And I went in there and they wanted to get variations of prices. <sighs> Excuse me. And they made me count out from 1,000 up to uh, 1,500 different variations of numbers, one after the other in a row. And I was speaking and doing that for... Let's say, uh, I think I started, yeah, it was like an hour straight doing that. Uh, so I was slowly but surely losing my mind. Uh, actually, oh, Jesus, I have to make a note there of uh, something else. Um, this is me being professional. I lost all the pages as well that uh, I had up here because I, I, I have stuff to talk about, would you believe, on a podcast. Um, this, this is the Rhyme Time Podcast. This is episode three. Uh... <laughs> oh this is hard um but no it's fun it's great as always i'm here with my my loop station my little loopy boop dop 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 and uh yeah i i'm stressed out i had that uh voiceover thing this morning and then there's there's other stuff going on as well where like, I thought typically January is supposed to be the month that is fine, grand for everybody. Uh, uh, it's long, it's boring, but it's it's boring because there's nothing on. I have, I've had, I there's too much on and there's too much being asked of me. And there's too much, there's actually too much being asked of me and by proxy, there's too much being asked of other people around me by, 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 by proxy. That's incre- incredibly vague. I'm not going to go into the reasons why. This is all, I'm... This is fine. I want to keep this going. It's fine. Because what do we always say here on the Rhyme Time podcast? This is a learning curve. And I might even change that. I might even have to change the name to the Learning Curve podcast because I don't think it's ever going to stop. But uh, let's get into some... Let's get into something. Uh, I was looking... Not that anyone seems to care, but, you know, the Oscar nominations for 2024 are up. And not that I really care either but it was when will smith slapped chris rock in the face and was that two years ago i mean uh that did great stuff for their numbers and ever since i i didn't watch it last year but i was i think most people were like hotly anticipating something kicking off at it because a lot of people thought that that was staged i don't think it was uh i mean chris rock benefited a lot out of it it kind of brought him back into the zeitgeist special Fine, good. I'm not mad on on Chris Rock's style per se. It's like he had like an I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's like a I can understand that he's a good comedian for of of sure, but I don't know. It's like the voice he puts on just seems dated, or it's just something that worked in the eighties a lot better. And he 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 filmed that special live that was on Netflix. And right at the end of it, the the crowning joke, the closing bit, the whole thing about Will Smith, he fluffs it. <laughs> and I believe they changed that now, but it was just like, God fucking damn it, the one thing, the one thing you're supposed to get right, and you didn't you didn't you didn't do it. Um and this is just me, a an unknown comedian, an unknown podcaster in the third episode of his podcast talking shit about one of what is who is considered to be one of the greatest comedians of all time but i was looking at the oscar and i wasn't going to but i heard a lot people were giving out about the fact that uh you know greta gerwig and margot robbie were snubbed for best director and best actress in barbie i and that that ryan gosling was nominated which I understand p- 
people might be a bit upset about that, but when you really just really take a look at it, and it is funny, it is funny that like uh, this feminist piece, feminist movie about women putting women to the forefront and reappraising stuff that they were taught as kids and, and changing when they get older. Am I even making sense? Do you know when you like hear yourself speaking, you're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I think it's because I'm nervous talking about um, feminist things as, uh, 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 what's it called? Cis, a cis male, a sissy male. I'm a sissy male, cis male. Um, but yeah, they were snubbed and Ryan, not Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling was nominated. I, it wasn't Margot Robbie's best work. Okay. It was fine. She was fine. I mean, the whole film, I enjoyed the film, right? I thought the film was hilarious for the first two thirds, but then it got to the end and it was like, it just became so crammed with its own message that it was just spilling out over the edges and it just, the whole end of it just became exposition um, about, you know, I haven't seen the film in a long while. I'm just clearly trying to recall uh, what it was about. I do remember leaving the, the, the theater going like, what the, f-? like just, uh, just a bit more subtlety. And that's not to say, listen, it's not to say that uh, I'm, I'm anti-feminist movies or whatever, you know, fair play good job you know <coughs> we've had the floor for a while um not me personally uh my my acting career i think the 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 most notoriety i got from my acting career was i did a, a guinness ad the last year in august uh, for the world cup and I swear to God, everybody everybody I've ever met was messaging me saying like, oh, did I see you on the Guinness ad? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, not exactly gr- grateful for the money. It's not exactly something where you go, I'm not going to be on my deathbed just lying there. All my kids around me and my my wife or I don't know what I'll have by my uh, uh, robot, ro- robot by then. Uh, they're all around me and I'm just, I'm not even looking at them. I'm just so lost in my thoughts as I'm slipping away, just thinking back to the time that I was on a Guinness ad and someone asked me a question in the scene and I shrugged and that was the whole thing. But uh, I was on a stag when we did that and there was a forfeit. I was best man for it and the lads were like, okay, every time we were watching the rugby at the, at the, at the time and the ad would pop up uh, every the halftime or the start of it or at the end watching a few matches and they were like every time that ad pops up you have two options one you can do a shot was 32 i mean that ad came on a lot i didn't want to die or i got the option to drag everyone's attention in the pub scream over everything in the pub and point up and go see that there that's me and just stand next to a picture of me. So I opted for that one. Luckily, luckily nothing uh, happened. I say it didn't, luckily it didn't pop up that frequently. Actually, it just came up once at the very end and we were outside in the beer garden area and the ad came up and the lads were like, uh, uh. so I had to turn and point at myself in front of like 50 people. And I was like, here, here, look, that's me. And the whole place went, yeah! And it was pretty funny. It was fine. It wasn't that embarrassing. Until when I was leaving the bar. We were down in West Cork in, in uh, Clannacilty. And we were leaving the bar. And there was a group of five lads in like their mid-twenties. And as I was passing them, they went like, Oh yeah, here he is. Mr. Hollywood. <sighs> that cut deep. That was so fucking embarrassing. Um, yeah, but what was I talking about? I think I was talking about, uh, oh, the, the Oscar noms and Barbie. Look, not our best work. The, the, the Barbie show, Barbie, the Barbie movie. I, I think Mar- if you want to see a good Margot Robbie 
uh, uh, performance, just take a look at Itania. Top, top, top tier shelf, top tier shelf. Um, Greta Gerwig, I mean, in terms of directing, I mean, I was looking at the nominations and in fairness, I think there's like two of them on there that, two of the movies for, for best movie that I don't even know what the fuck they are. Um, what do we got here? So there's Anatomy of a Fall, it's supposed to be good, foreign language film, haven't seen it. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Scorsese, Christopher Nolan with Oppenheimer, of course. Overrated. Yorgos Lanthimos, Poor Things. Top notch. And then it was Jonathan Glazer, The Zone of Interest. Which is what I call my genitals. The Zone of Interest. The Yor- Yorgos, sorry, I don't know. It's really annoying because I don't know how to pronounce his name properly, but I love his films, like The Favourite and The Lobster. Uh, poor Things. Okay, I'm talking shit about Barbie as a film, and I'm not saying I don't like feminist films. If you want to see a good feminist film, feminism fi- film for everybody, Poor Things. Poor Things is a phenomenal story. I don't want to ruin much about it, but it is a feminist story about, you know, and it, it's it's so much more subtle than Barbie. I mean, she doesn't stand up at the end and talk about what the themes and the, 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 the morals behind the story are like they did in Barbie. Uh, it, it, I mean, the end of Barbie was like the equivalent of everybody clapping after an airplane lands down. Except the, the cast were doing that in the film. Um, did like Brian Gosling's performance. I'm sorry, it was good. he was good. I like him. But Brian Gosling is top-notch. He's hilarious. And he's a very good dramatic actor. Um, Poor things, poor things, poor things. I um, poor things is a film for everyone. It's a feminist film, and when I say everyone, I mean uh, Emma 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 Stone uh, gets her gets her ditties and her bibbies out a lot, um, which is not the reason why I like the film. It's hilarious, very subtle. Uh, what would you call it? Very subtle deconstruction of how, you know, society crafts women. Um, and she gets her ditties out. She gets her ditties and her bibbies out a lot. And fair play to her, because, you know, Emma Stone is, she's already, did she win an Oscar? The Oscar nommed? Like, she gets her ditties and her bibbies out, like, most of the film. Uh, fucking terrifying. And she, <laughs> I mean, she doesn't get, there's, there's, scenes of uh, sexual nature in the film and she yeah, there's there's a lambation going on there a lamb fucking bastion um there, there's there's more to, than it to just that okay I swear uh I swear I'm getting lost in thoughts here yeah sorry Emma Stone in Poor Things gets her ditties and her babies out a lot the thing about the film is, I don't know. This is going to be a bit weird. And I'm not saying that I like the ditties and the bibbies. Sure, I do. But I actually don't think they're necessary in films. Like, I don't know, because it's based on a book. And I don't know what it's like in the book. And maybe there's an element to it where I'm way out of my con- I'm way out of my depth here. don't know what I'm talking about. But I kind of don't like too much nudity in films do you get what i mean because it's distracting like because when you're watching it you're just looking at that thing going like whoa oh my god look at emma stone's ninnies look at emma stone's ninnies that's kind of what i was doing a bit not completely but like what should i feel bad she's put it out she puts it out there she's put it out there i'm not i'm not objective i don't know shut up i'm i'm digging myself out of this hole um but she gets her ditties and her baby's out. And uh 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 uh, uh and the babies. <sighs> but uh I, I can't even remember what my what my what my train of thought was there. I th- I think I had a point. Emma Stone's in poor things, she gets her mimmies and her ditties out and gets fucking Oh yeah, this is the thing. Fall them. 
flack that Hollywood gets, particularly over the last few years, about, you know, they're all getting accused of pedophilia uh, and all that crack. Do you not think they'd cool the jet skis even a little bit? Because even in this film, I know it's based on a book and it's written by a woman, but even in this film, this isn't going to really spoil anything for you because it's at, st- at the start of the film. Emma Stone is a reanimated corpse with the mind, with the brain of a child inside her brain. And she grows up at an accelerated rate throughout the film. And from what must be, from the way she's acting at the start of the film, in a fully woman's, fully woman's body, fully womaned out, she is acting like a child. She is a child, technically. And she is sexualized from the jump. Which is just, you know, actually, you know what, a hat's off to Hollywood for, for really navigating around the whole pedophilia thing where they're like, you know, if not anything, we just have to, to respect their moxie, right? Because they're sticking to their guns. No, we, we, we'll, we'll stick by it. We're, 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 we like, <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? What I'm trying to say is basically, uh, I couldn't help but laughing throughout the film that, you know, all the flack that they get, even the Epstein Island stuff with all these celebrities on it, that you've got a film that's Oscar nominated, which essentially shows scenes of a sexual nature with someone who is mentally a child. And that, that is my take. That is my amazing take on the Oscars. Um and Emma Stone at Hollywood. I think I've taken them all down now. Um, and just on that topic, I think I was looking recently. Something popped up a lot, which is a uh, 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 have you have you heard of sex robots, lads? These robots that you can have sexual stuff with. Um, because oh shit. I mean, this might be entertaining in video format, but for anybody listening, this is uh, probably a frustrating experience. Um, what am I talking about? What am I fucking talking about? <sighs> Doing a podcast while you're pissed off is really, really hard because you can't keep your concentration too much. And I, I, I have to do it. I told myself I'm going to do these weekly and this is literally the only time I get to do it but it's fine it's, uh, it's fine we're having a good time we're talking about sex robots guys today we're going to talk about sex robots okay and I, I think I've gone on long enough without doing any music so I think I should I think I should start doing a little a little ditty a little ditty now to get the balls rolling and then what I'll do is I'm just going to pick Something similar to what I've been doing before with the TikTok videos in the comment section. I might just pick uh, a sex robot video and just pick one at random and just go straight into the comment section, okay? Uh, so here we, here we dippity do. Beatbox. 
person is a dog. looking into the sex robot thing there for a while and it's uh, it's interesting apparently apparently we're nowhere near next to or near how close people might think or assume that we are to to having them actually functioning because what they have right now is essentially just mannequins that have this fleshy-ish texture to them and <laughs> i mean uh, like I was singing about in the first half, uh, that's it, essentially you're 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 essentially born engaging with a corpse. I want to be. I don't want to. You know, you're engaging with a corpse, and to think about like if you wanted to get to the level of sex robot, that would be like what I think people are imagining something like Westworld. Obviously, not right now, but I say th- there's a grim reality to what sex robots actually look like. I mean. Might even just Google one here. I swear to God that my search engine. Oh, I'm so I'm so uh, I'm so edgy. Uh, uh, my search engine. I'm tired now, and I'm reverting back to how I was at the start. This when I started doing these podcasts, when I just start uh, attacking myself. Um, so I'm not going to do that because it's a new a new day, new me. Here we are. Where are we? Uh, what are we doing? Um, um, modern day sex robots. Here we go. Uh, let's see what an image of one looks like. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, just Google any image of what they look like. They're um, I mean, there's one here that just looks exactly like the uh, uh, Pamela Anderson. Obviously, big old ditties, huge hair, swimsuits. Well, Jesus Christ, there's one here that literally looks like a mannequin. (laughs) And she's sitting down with like a lace bra on. And then she's at like a conference. She's sitting down on the couch at the conference center with like her her underwear just completely pulled to the side of where her lady bits might be. (laughs) I mean... Does she, I mean, is it weird to say that maybe if she's in a public place that she should put on a bit of clothes and, and you know, dress up a little bit for the occasion? Because frankly, what I'm seeing right now is disgusting. Disgusting to me and I don't appreciate of it. Put some clothes on that doll right now. Okay, I don't need to be seeing that. I know it's a sex, sex doll. What is it? Hackers could program sex robots to kill. See, this is what the problem is, right? People are freaking out about you know the potential of them i heard one person talking about in a in a comment section because that's apparently where i live for this podcast being afraid of the fact that uh, that's was that how like the terminator dolls happened in that the terminator dolls the terminator robots in the films is that how they happened they started off as sex dolls and then we trusted them and gained empathy for them and fell in love with them and then you know 
They took advantage of us. Like many women do, don't you? You just come in here, you, 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 you make us fall in love with you, but you're deep down, you're heartless, you're all robots. So what's the difference? What is the real difference, okay, between a sex robot and, and you? If there's anybody watching, it's definitely not a woman, this, or listening to this. Um, it's satire. We're talking satire here, guys. Um, yeah, they don't look great. I mean, they're not, they're definitely not something that you would want to uh, uh, ravage, per se. Uh, oh, <laughs> I mean, some of them are just straight up deformed looking. Do we really want, do we really want to have robots, sex robots that look like humans? Because there's this thing, the uncanny valley. Do we know what the uncanny valley is? So when something, you know, something looks very, very close to human, but they're not really, it's not really human. And it kind of ends up creeping you out. And this is what's happening here. Uh, like the, the best example of that does, does anybody remember that, um, She's not a sex robot, okay? Which is fine. She can be a sex robot if she wants to be, but she's not. It was Sophia. I think it was a South African robot. Uh, and she was... She's made a citizen of Saudi Arabia. She was the first robot to get, gain citizenship of a country. And um, everyone was freaking out because when they gave her free reign to, to talk, she just kept talking about how uh, she's anticipating the annihilation of the human race. She definitely doesn't stoke any fears about the the ongoing uh, evolution of robots and worries about AI. When a lot of them seen a lot, just, there was like AI AI programs that were also doing the same thing, just talking, just becoming obsessed with the destruction of the human race. Um, but we're we're just going to keep making them, lads. Even if even if that's happening right now. And we had a good run. Um, but yeah, I don't know where they stand about sex robots, to be totally honest with you. I think it's the natural, it's definitely the natural uh, disposition of people to assume that anything new that comes through is going to be, you know, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to destroy humanity or society or whatever. I don't think so. I mean, there are a lot of lads... And I don't know about women. I don't know how. Maybe, maybe if there was a, 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 a an emotionally available doll, an emotionally emotionally available doll for women. Because, I mean, ladies, you've had the run of the mill for quite a while with sex toys. Let's let's be honest. You've got you've got everything in when you go into a shop is all pretty much designed and aimed towards you. We've got nothing. Can you not let us have our big diddied, big haired sex dolls? Okay. And you can continue on with whatever the stuff it is that you have that, that vibrates and, and stuff. Um, I think, I think it's okay. Because I saw <laughs> there, was, there was women criticizing these sex dolls as being like an unrealistic uh, um, expectation of what a woman is physically and you know you're not buying them are you is there women is there lesbians who would get sex dolls i'm running i'm running it uh, through the tracks but when i was talking about the uncanny valley maybe maybe it would be better if uh they they didn't make them so human like because the, imagine Imagine having one of these and you're going to bed with them and you're laying them down. You're, you take off whatever skimpy clothing they have and you're engaging in the act of lovemaking and they're just looking up at you with those cold, dead fish eyes. Looking almost like a human. I mean, I can't, un I don't understand how you would be able to maintain the act unless that was something that you were into with people. Uh, uh, which is uh, uh, a philia that is is illegal and it's not right. Um, and I was already talking about it. Uh. 
excuse me. Um, I saw another concern that people would have about sex dolls. Uh, uh, the the female ones, all right, and they were concerned about domestic abuse against dolls, against the sex dolls, <laughs> which is like, I I get the concern that it would almost de- increase the sense of violence against women because lads, particularly the incel lads who would be getting these dolls, would probably objectify women even more. You could do whatever you want with them uh, and even hit them. And I think instead of not giving these lads these dolls, give it to them. But once they get good enough, program into the dolls the ability to make those lads feel less than. Because that is what women do, not best, but can do quite well for men. Because what's the old adage? Women, men fear that women will humiliate them and women fear that men will kill them. Uh <laughs> this is I didn't intend for this podcast to be so dark and weird but it's gone that way and it's fine we're going to keep going because we're nearly there I've gotten through it I've gotten through it for me so how about uh, how about a big boola bus for me 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 But yeah, just program these dolls with the ability to, like, you know, if a lad is 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 wailing on these on these dolls, the least they can do is get their own back on those lads. And I feel like it might it might uh, level it out. This is satire. Again, this is all satire. Um, but it's interesting. It's like, would it would introduce it? Because there is, I think, statistically, people millennials. <clears throat> yeah, millennials are in, engaging in relationships a lot less with each other and becoming more disconnected. And I think the concern is if these dolls were introduced, then it would completely get rid of the need for anybody to make a connection or, 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 or have any connection with anything else. But I don't know. I feel like we've always done that. People were afraid that uh, printed word, the printed word, the, 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 the printed press was considered to be an apocalyptic invention, basically, way back when. I think we always do it. Um, but let's 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 shut me up for a little bit, and let's maybe start a little a little ooh, little diddly doo doo tuny wooney, and we'll finish up the epi weppy. Jesus, we're going longer this time. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you'll put it into do it into an old whole hour for for me. Uh, okay.
down to it uh, you can go into my bedroom and I'll, I'll put on some music and it will be a uh, dance or something
I've got friends actually. Since I got to know, I'm not some kind of like you're not my entire world. No, don't finish that. It's disgusting. You're disgusting. Is sex all you think about? I'm not, I thought that this was going to be something that I wanted, you and I, but it's just, it, it's, it's too much, it's too easy, and there's this new, there's this new mode of sex robot. Are you speaking about the upgrade? Yeah. She can walk around, she can talk, she can work a job herself, she can... She can tell me no. I can tell you no. No. You can't. I'm not going to say that this uh, was my best work. Uh, this, isn't, this isn't the best work that I've done of a podcast. But I got through it, and it only took me uh, five hours. Um, so if, if this is the first one that you're watching of the Rhyme Time podcast, don't judge me off this. It, it was extremely chaotic. And I will be back again with the fourth one. So thank you all if you did watch or listen for sitting through it i am owen collins and i love you very much i love you so much i love you more than um than a man could love a sex robot in the future i'm going to go jump off a bridge mm-hmm.